0: nine disney channel original movies but finally there's one for us a whole new pod the podcast all about disney channel original movies i'm waving my arms i'm doing the youtube hands i'm lucas melby in the house
1: and i'm jacob telejohn
0: and we're talking a little movie a very little movie almost hard to find potentially if you're a dcom fan called yes. radio rebel and we finally have in 2012 the subject matter that the teens love podcast
1: podcasting
0: more radio but it starts out as a podcast
1: like lucas said it's not on disney plus this is one of the first movies in a long time where i'm actually
0: i kind of thought we had gotten to the point where there wouldn't be anymore because probably one of the last ones would have been like the jet jackson
1: movie okay
0: and some of that i think is maybe similar to this movie where radio rebel was a co-production with some Canadian television yeah, network. Yeah, YTV. Which seems weird that Disney would still be... Do- like, in 2012, they are like... I guess maybe not the complete height of their power, but that's post, like, big Marvel... I think that's 2012 is when the first Avengers movie came out. Like, Disney's riding high. I feel like they would be trying to own anything they'd be putting any money into. Whereas the Jet Jackson, that was a little more early on in the Disney Channel days of original programming. Some of that also gets maybe tied up with the star of the Jet Jackson committing suicide, so maybe they don't want to oh, yeah. put that as front and forward. But Raider Rebel, I fortunately seem to have been available in a number of spots. We watched it on Peacock, yeah. which I have. It's
1: it's also on Pluto.
0: Amazon Prime. Yeah, We got ads on Peacock, but I expertly was saying let's watch some peacock because i think we only might get one set of ads yeah and we only had right.
1: two minutes of ads to start it off and then we were good to go you know
0: peacock sometimes it's shit when i try to watch movies i haven't had too many issues with it yet i just have it to watch wwe Premium live events, please. They're premium live events, Whoa. not pay-per-views. Oh, which is live. cheaper than the WWE network used to be. And oh. sometimes they get you know, I think like Nope is on there. They got the northman Ooh. before. You know, they get some good movies and
1: very nice. I think
0: some of the movies they like shell out for they don't even have ads on all the time. So.
1: What was that through? Peacock. Peacock. Peacock.
0: Not a great name, but
1: <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what that means.
0: Uh I have
1: a I wanna see your peacock. Cock, I have a cock.
0: Your peacock. Kind of a Kraken. A tendrils spreading out between too many streaming services so yes uh the last movie yeah the jet jackson and probably it'd be interesting to see what the numbers do for us with radio rebel because our second most popular downloaded episode ever is the jenny project oh which famously for us at least is also not on disney plus wow don't know why that is but
1: that is uh-huh. it is
0: our second most downloaded episode after our first episode Weird, <laughs> still don't fully understand why well, i
1: mean we, we would always make jokes about it and comments about yeah, it in the I early think episodes
0: there was some episode where i really called it out and
1: people are like oh man we gotta go listen to that what jenny, is this project? jenny project
0: uh, I call this the Jacob Telejon project.
1: Oh, wow. The
0: project of the assignment this week is for Jacob to not have his phone on the, the recording table to vibrate throughout the whole episode. I,
1: I listened to the episode and I only heard it like once or twice to, towards the end of the Yeah, I think
0: there... I shouldn't say I think. I know I am too meticulous. Yeah. <laughs> I, when editing I, the podcast.
1: Like here I thought I was going to hear it the whole pod. I was
0: able to edit around some of it. Uh,
1: Job well done. Lucas I mean, some of it always. is just I cut
0: out stuff we said because there was vibrations in the background but that came up early in the episode and i'm like oh well that's one he's probably oh nope it was the whole episode (laughs) it was there the whole time nearly 90 episodes we've done and jacob a just can't stay off his phone for the Um, whole episode. addict help uh that's to relate to our zoomer friends except jacob isn't into like he's not like on tiktok constantly on his phone he's just sports betting so it's like dual addiction, <laughs> phone and gambling. But my sole addiction is to misery, which is why we not, do this podcast. Not the Stephen
1: King book either. Or the movie. movie.
0: But this movie, Radio Rebel.
1: Or, or Sweet Tea, um, as she's known in the book adaptation, Shrinking Violet.
0: Yeah, my understanding is this movie changes a lot from the book.
1: Yes. Uh, Her her name is originally Teresa, and in this movie, our main character's name is Tara. 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 Radio Rebel. Radio Rebel. Maybe you've heard
0: of her. Uh, And we hear from her right away, because we're listening into, I said, a session, because it apparently starts out, main character, Tara Adams. Yes. Last name, not that important. Played Played
1: by by. Debbie Ryan. Uh, You might remember her from...
0: My least favorite Disney Channel original movie, the Sweet Life on Deck. Movie. Yeah,
1: that's right. <laughs> Where she played
0: she's somebody, I don't remember her name.
1: And she was the love interest of one of the brothers, right?
0: Yeah, I think. Who kn- I don't know. Which, which one's one. the bad one?
1: I don't remember. Cody's cool, right? And Dylan's the shitty one.
0: Well, Dylan is the real Sprouse's <laughs> name, not Zach and Cody. Oh,
1: Cody cool, uh, Dylan dumb. Yeah, Maybe. I don't know. I don't know uh debbie ryan wife of joshua dunn the drummer for 21 pilots
0: so she it's interesting because was this sweet life i think that was the first movie of 2011 uh or on deck and this is the second movie of 2012 so she's still i guess kicking around the disney uh universe but probably for not too much longer
1: yeah but
0: she got her own starring role in this playing the titular radio rebel and as i was saying this is A podcast to start, but she does it live and she also plays music like as a DJ during it. Yes. So it's really like not a podcast as far as the modern sense of it is. And I would even argue back then it would just be... Like, people do online radio shows. You can just call yeah. them that. You don't need to call them a podcast.
1: Yeah, it I didn't really feel like a podcast to me. I don't know. Also, I feel more, like... It was more radio she, than a so podcast. So, this movie
0: is supposed to take place in Seattle. So, she plays, like, some local bands and stuff. So, maybe they're not as uh, hounding for a copyright takedown. So yeah. I feel like that's uh, some touchy uh, waters she's treading into.
1: Debbie's still doing movies, though. She still does movies. She did, she did that vampire movie, Night Teeth. While I like last year, she was in Horse Girl.
0: I think we covered all of this on the Sweet Life, yeah. And
1: we, yeah, we've talked about beyond
0: plain music. Radio Rebel also goes into some rants or monologues about high school, and she's yes. always raging against the status quo. She kind of is talking about cliques, and we kind of see cuts to her school of people falling into like nerdy groups or definitely Mean Girls, yeah, and we're. We actually don't know she's Radio Rebel yet. If you went into this movie knowing nothing about it, you wouldn't know she was Radio Rebel because Tara's talking to her friend Audrey who's like, Radio Rebel's so awesome. She's so inspirational. And Tara's like, yeah, I know. Tara in IRL, in real life, if you will, very shy.
1: Very shy.
0: Cripplingly shy.
1: Yeah, we see several, like, later on, I mean, we see some prime examples of her quote-unquote shyness or or maybe just social anxiety. I don't know what you want to...
0: And it's not just Audrey talking about Radio Rebel. It's everybody. Everybody loves Radio Rebel. And there is interest in who she is because she just says, I'm Radio Rebel. Doesn't give her real name unless she's Rebel Wilson or something. Uh, But then there's a a duo of characters who this might be the only time I reference them named Barry and Larry, who are the... I don't know. There's other comedic characters, but they're a real comedy duo where they're very focused on identifying who Radio Rebel is, and that's they're fun. It's all right. This movie overall, it's not as bad as a Sweet Life on Deck movie. Uh, No, it's not a good movie. And there's some stuff later on that... Eh, this movie's not great, but it's not terrible. It's but not, then there's it's some not pretty, a bad movie. There's some pretty dumb stuff that happens later on.
1: Not a bad movie. There are a lot of dumb characters that I didn't like, though, like Stacy.
0: And that's kind of the enforcer of the status quo. Very much, as we've seen in plenty of DCOMs, in, yeah. especially most recently in Geek Charming, she's falling into that mean girl role. But yeah. unlike Sarah Highland, she doesn't have... A, suite, a dead, a secret sweet side. Yeah. She, we don't know. She, we she don't doesn't see have... her parents oh, yeah, we don't see her She parents. might have a, a a dead mom or a dead dad, <laughs> dead business dad or something. But she doesn't like Radio Rebel because she is thinking that, oh, it's going to empower these losers to think they can talk to me. And that happens as Audrey is coming up to talk to her. And then Tara's there, but Tara's Larry shy. and Barry
1: are like looking at her other friends like, why are they looking at me? Tell these people to look away.
0: Tara's like, oh, why can't I have fun like a normal person? But I'm just so shy.
1: And then Stacy's like, well, yeah, th- they were listening to the music, I think. And and Stacy's talking about, um, like mom. I have so much power, you she's know. Like, I like
0: my mom; she's got it going on.
1: Oh, Stacy's mom. Good joke, Lucas. Thank you. But she's like, you want to see what kind of power I have, Principal she's Marino? Like, you want to see me turn into a super saiyan? <laughs>
0: that's an old YouTube joke. Yikes! Sorry, I shouldn't talk over Jacob.
1: She calls over the principal, Principal Marino, and she's like, "Oh well, Tara and Audrey wanted to listen to music in class, so this." No, princi- she says
0: they want me to listen to this yes. podcast. Yeah, so they're they're saying podcast at the beginning of this movie. That's not yes. just us throwing that out. There. No, no, no. And Princess Marino Princess Marino. Uh, Principal? Principal Marino is almost like Disney cartoon level of villain in there. She's really
1: bad. She's very
0: over the top.
1: Like, like goofy bad, but just like just annoying, not a good character. Like I I think we've we've been introduced to um Tara's parents maybe a little bit already at this point. And yeah. Her parents are really goofy We haven't too. Come,
0: we haven't met them yet, but Audrey has dropped that her new stepdad is a programming manager or something for Slam FM, one of the local radio stations, and that he should pick up Radio Rebel for the station. Enter Gabe and Gavin, who are members of the The hot high school band, the G's.
1: Four G's.
0: We don't know, so yeah, Gabe and Gavin, two G's. There are two other G's, but we don't know what their names
1: are. Never know their names.
0: Gabe is a douche. We don't get that so much now, but Apparently their band is quite hot and the uh, minimal fame has been going to Gabe's head and he starts dressing like kind of like a lot of the kids at school because a lot of kids at school wear fedoras in this movie but he wears kind of what uh, I can't remember Frenemy's Murray dog guy he wears a fedora and a scarf at one point and that's, just, that's what like cool rockers do in Disney Channel movies I guess.
1: But Larry Gavin, and Barry are twins.
0: See, I told you I thought yes. they were brothers.
1: Oh, I I, I was trying to find out um, through the cast if it had the other G names for the band members, but they're not listed. Cause Jacob was,
0: was thinking that Larry and Barry were gay for each other. And I said, no, I think they're brothers because they're named Larry and Barry. Which <laughs> doesn't mean anything unless you're working within the, the confines of Disney cartoons where it's like Huey, Dewey, and Louie and their Huey, friend Dewey, Barry and, and Larry. Yes. Gavin, though, he's kind of the primary male character. The hunky love, the interest love interest of both, we'll
1: of both.
0: Yeah, we get another kind of love triangle situation going on. Tara Gavin. and Stacy. Interestingly, for just this moment right now, two weeks ago, I wouldn't have known who this guy was, but Oh yeah, he, he said, is played yeah. by Adam DeMarco, who is in kind the current deal, season right? of White Lotus, where he plays Michael Imperioli's Son and uh F. Marie Abraham's grandson, and he looks very much like he does currently, even though this movie was made ten years ago. But he's the hot guy in the cool band. that's what my notes say and that they're apparently playing prom, uh, which does not come into play actually and Stacy also has the hots for him. Tara does as well, but if you didn't know, she's very shy, so they're in drama class together, but she can't talk to him. And then there starts to be a a mini refrain that doesn't come up so much later on in the movie of what would Radio Rebel do? That's what Audrey tries to inspire her with saying, what would Radio Rebel do? Or as we would just shorthand it, WWRRD, what would Radio Rebel do? Jacob is reading something apparently very interesting on his laptop.
1: Well, I I, I did not realize that that Stacy was into Gavin, her interest in Gavin Came about because she broke up with, like, a long-distance boyfriend. I didn't remember that whole little storyline.
0: Are you reading, like, the book synopsis? No, this is for the movie. Is this one of those Wikipedia plot synopses where there's a note saying, like, this is too detailed. (laughs) You need to (laughs) streamline this. That's not important. What is important is that, as I said, they're in drama class together. Yes. There's a very funny moment where the teacher asks for a scene suggestion.
1: And Audrey just gets up. She just gets up and just starts writing on the board. Uh, Hamlet eats. She,
0: but yeah, she only gets to write Hamlet eats, and then she's interrupted by the teacher saying, "Like I don't want to hear." from And she's
1: there. like, "Oh, oh, well, we'll open up to the class. Class, uh, anybody raise your hand? Raise your hand." And then nobody raises. Well, a lot of people raise their was hand. Hamlet
0: eating though.
1: A lot of people raise their hand, but the teacher calls. On Tara. And she, she's like doodling, not paying attention. So she's like, she's freaking out. It's very she has, cruel of
0: the teacher to call. Yeah,
1: her. because she has, you know, uh, social anxiety, you know, whatever it all is. So she scurries up to the front of the class.
0: And basically loses her mind from it. Yeah, <laughs> she she
1: tries to write on the board, but she just draws like a weird line across. Because she, I don't know. And then she turns around, knocks somebody's book on the ground, smashes her head on a desk. It's, yep. it's a mess.
0: That's our radio rebel. Yeah. Uh, we finally meet then her radio stepdad, that's what my notes say, and gross weird mom, where I thought it was very going to be like Disney Channel mom. She can't cook well, but she just is into weird like face masks. She's got, yeah, looks like it, corn, it, uh, corn flakes on her face. Yeah,
1: like like, like like throughout the whole movie, she's always doing weird stuff with... She just seems to be
0: uh, like a repressed, insane, suburban mom. (laughs) Yeah, like
1: moms always have goofy stuff. Even in Geek Charming, the mom had a big thing for trying different cooking things. Mm -hmm. And this lady just has different things of trying different.
0: I thought you were going to say, in Geek Charming, the the mom had (laughs) the quirk of being dead. (laughs) But that (laughs) was the other mom.
1: Yes. So, yeah, the, the mom in there was would make a lot of different food, but this mom, yes, does, like, the face stuff. At one point, she has, like, some weird stuff on her fingers. She talks about putting stuff on her toes that the dad's stepdad's eating. Just a lot of different so, stuff like that.
0: She's ultimately not that important. No. It, Stepdad is, a though, more. because he's got the connection, and he's talking to the mom being like, you hear this Radio Rebel? Everybody talking about Radio Rebel. She's yeah. so good. Oh, you should ask Tara about that to see if she thinks it's a good idea to sign.
1: So Rob goes up to the bedroom.
0: Yes, Rob. Thank you, Jacob.
1: Tara's stepfather goes up to the bedroom, and he, he's listening to the podcast,
0: which is live at that moment.
1: Yes, but it's during like a like the a m- music. Yes, it's during the middle of a song. And
0: then it gets to a break after the song and nothing's playing.
1: Nothing's being said. And he's like, that's odd. The music just stopped. And and Tara's kind of panicking because this is where we find out she's Radio Rebel. And she picks up her mic and just starts talking. And he's like listening to her and listening, you know, watching her. And he puts two and two together. He's freaking out. And And he goes...
0: I can't believe it. You're so shy. <laughs> yeah,
1: hey, they say that a lot. Audience, did you know she's shy? It said a lot. You're very shy. Not just by him.
0: So then he's just like, "Well, this is even better. Keeping yes. it in the family.
1: Fucking We're more money, set baby. Up with
0: uh, a radio show. Can you get
1: your own sh- show on Slam FM."
0: She's initially kind of like, eh, "I don't know," but. Then the next day, she's in drama class and she learns that she's assigned to a group with Gavin and Stacy. So, putting the love triangle all together right there.
1: Yeah. So, so, so the way their group is set up, too, is her and Gavin are going to be the actor and actress in it. Well, Stacy is, I guess, the director, is going to direct them in, in their little skit thing or whatever or scene they, they that have. That was to at do. least
0: our read on it. It's yeah. not entirely clear the dynamics there. Point of it, though, is obviously she's getting closer to Gavin. Yes. Gavin, like, comments on her band shirt saying, oh, I like that band, and they're doing some... Stacey's
1: getting pissed, like, this isn't time to talk about band.
0: It's some Shakespeare play. I think it's, like, The Twelfth Night or something where they're going to be, uh, like, in a romantic scene together. Kiss. But then it's not even, kiss. like, a school play. It's just a drama class scene that they're doing. But you know how that goes. And then it's time for her first Slam FM show. Yeah. Yeah. But did you know she's shy?
1: She's very shy. <laughs> so she's
0: like, ah, I don't know if I can do this. Well,
1: she gets to the radio station and she's introduced or She, I don't know, she goes into like the break room and meets, um, I don't DJ know, DJ
0: Carly Q.
1: <laughs> meets DJ Carly Q. DJ Carly Q. And we make the
0: best radio. <laughs>
1: um, DJ Carly says
0: another one. <laughs>
1: Uh, I, she's, I, I, I met you at some staff party or something. Like she had met her before. She said,
0: but you're Ray, you're rebel, and oh you were
1: so God. shy. I, I would never have thought <laughs> wow, so you were so shy. So this is where Tara hides behind a refrigerator, and she's like muttering to herself, oh, I, I, "I'm just, I'm just Tara. I can't get on." Hello, <laughs> just Tara. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, But then oh. they
0: roll into the recording studio, and Tara gets really excited because of all the tech and stuff in there. Yeah. And the, then apparently it's just like it's live for her first
1: show. Yeah, like, so DJ Kelly Q, whatever, counts it down, and... Kara's, like, kind of starting to get, like, in, like, her pod mode, I guess. Like, yeah, she, she, she shuts the shades so, even, so nobody can watch her because she likes nobody knowing that she's yeah. doing it. That's her whole thing. And even before
0: she was doing it in the studio, she had some program on her computer that modulated her voice. Yes,
1: that, that her friends Barry Larry, so Barry and Larry like to audio analyze. figure it out who it is. Yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, She's still using that here, but then she adds, like, on some, like, extra affectation where she starts kind of. Talking in like a husky voice. Oh, yeah. a like, husky. Hello, mm-hmm. listeners out there. So she has the show goes well. There's some hilarious cuts through a number of her shows to her listeners. Yeah, like oh, here's random geek kid. Brace, here's,
1: brace, neck brace girl. Yeah,
0: here's well, yeah, here's Stacy being annoyed. She listens to Radio Rebel, but she doesn't like it. Here's, Boy with
1: a remote control car.
0: Here's girl inexplicably with neck brace, yes. and she. And we see all these characters. <laughs>
1: we see them later on in the movie. Her her fans and
0: I want to know what happened to get that girl in a neck brace. Yes, I think it's maybe the next day or a few days later. She eventually tells Audrey people to wear red. Yeah, she tells everybody at school to wear red to show that we're all in this together. Which is like
1: I we're all Republicans, you know. Don't vote blue. or the ride the wet, like red sure, wave, fighting
0: down on clicks. But then when it's just yeah. like remove individuality, everybody yeah, do stuff together. Red. It's a little interesting. At one point, she tells everybody to dance at 8 o'clock, and then everybody has to yeah. a big dance. I,
1: I, I, I was a fan of that. That was, that was fun. I don't think that's it's happened fun. yet. No, I, I don't think so. But, but like you were getting to with her friend, Audrey. I think
0: essentially is that Audrey is annoyed that she hasn't been able to hang out with Tara because yeah. Tara is doing that show five days a week. Yeah. So she just tells her, hey, I'm Radio Rebel.
1: Yeah. And Audrey's like, Almost. I don't believe
0: you. And then she shows her the recording studio, and they yeah. transition to that.
1: First, she shows a recording studio at her home. She does something with, like, the mic at her house. Sure. I don't know why they didn't bring her to the actual studio. That was kind of weird And there's to me. some
0: fun uh, slide transitions, but then there's also at least two page-turn transitions. A lot of
1: different which transitions. Which seems like an
0: odd thing to include in a movie that's not about, like, books. Like, in Read It or Weep, which is basically this movie in some ways, Read or Weep, page-turn transitions all the time. Uh, Radio s- Rebel," though? More. I don't know. Do, like, a, a static thing or something. Whatever the case is, it's it's quince no Uh, it's quince now at least one person knows that she's radio rebel besides her parents she has a mini practice with gavin and stacy where it's a little more like ooh, romantic tension the important thing is after their practice she discovers that gavin has left behind a clearly for the g's a clearly labeled demo cd that she takes and she plays on a show During that show, I think, is where she tells everybody to dance the next day at 8 a.m., which then happens, and Stacy is annoyed and doesn't want to dance until she sees that Gavin is about to dance with Tara.
1: And she goes ham. Like, she's dancing very crazily. She's
0: mashing the potatoes. Yeah, I think she is. And then the principal is extra pissed.
1: Says they can't dance, I guess, on school grounds or during class, I guess is what it is.
0: And she puts out a threat that If this happens again... suspended or whatever. Yeah, if you're listening to Radio Rebel in school, you'll be suspended.
1: Yeah, fucking Marino.
0: And Gavin asks Tara, because he's like, Hey, I listened to the show. Did you give radio rebel the cd he doesn't think that she's yeah, Radio rebel he, he, she just he, thinks she's like well, a well
1: he's setting it up to like blame her and she's kind of like worried but she's just kind of like egging him to say more he's like oh, it's you 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 did it you gave your father the demo to give to radio rebel or whatever and she's it is. like
0: yeah we're I yeah love it was, it's me it's
1: me haha it's me
0: and not just gavin all of seattle seems to love radio rebel which and I they love the a, G's. Which I thought was going to be a bigger deal, but it's really mostly just about her high school. Because kids
1: love radio. Yeah.
0: I don't know if you were a teen in 2012, I was still slightly a teen. We would have been. Yeah, 19,
1: 18, so, 19. Not
0: too long for our teenage years, no. but I loved radio so much. Yeah. That's a lie. <laughs> I mean, just we're jamming clear, a party rock anthem. I was listening anthem. to podcasts in 2012. Still am living that caster lifestyle.
1: Oh, man but
0: then she schedules with the radio station some kind of like lunchtime broadcast yeah, of radio rebel yeah. but this one is clearly not live and it's i don't know well, to try it, to like well it's
1: posted yeah yeah she has like audio recordings but she cami q the the dj cami q shows up with like a van
0: yeah and i think it's probably mostly to like cast dispersions about her being connected to radio to the rebel school
1: at all. or whatever yeah but yeah but then
0: there's a big dance party in front of the school. Principal's
1: still getting pissed wants Principal to see permits. Principal's
0: very pissed, and she's like, "I'm not on school property. I'm on city property, bitch." Yeah,
1: want to see my permit? I think
0: this is maybe a cover by Debbie Ryan of
1: Debbie Ryan we does got the two beat. songs, I believe. Yeah, now
0: that dee, 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 she dee, does. Dee, 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 we got the beat
1: and we ended right or two songs in this movie. The yeah. G's have like three songs oh, on really on like the, the soundtrack.
0: More. I don't like the G's, but they do say. G's for life. G's for life. And then Gavin is upset with his. Oh, at, before that, the principal, since she's so mad, puts out like an extra threat and being like, if I find out who Radio Rebel is, she will be expelled.
1: Yeah. Because
0: previously she
1: had or, reference. Or, or, or any students that knew any information were withholding yeah. any information that if they were attached to her, they would also be gone.
0: Besides all this stuff happening at her school. Stuff that uh, Tara had said in the show previously hinted that she was a student at that high school. So that's why the... And the the principal is like, she's listening on the radio. She's like petting like a plaster cat to be creepy. Oh, yeah. She's doing a lot of weird, like, as I said, like villainous sneaking around goofy stuff like that. At one point, she's like stroking a girl's hair as she... That was very odd. I I, I, I think that happened
1: at the prom at the end. She's a very odd woman.
0: Jacob, now a fan. More. Yeah. I was like, was it wrong? <laughs> we'll get to that. So Gavin is upset with his uh friend in the band, Gabe, because he has the audacity to be like, hey, what if our music meant something? Well,
1: because Gabe starts wearing scarves and he turns into a douchebag.
0: But he's like, hey, don't stop us in the middle of a song, which is like, I feel like something that happens in a lot of band practices. So yeah. Like, nope, this wasn't right. Uh, but he says, hey, our fans want a specific thing from us. So it's kind of well, like... Which a, is
1: very odd, though, because... It's like like, the, yeah, how big are they? Well, no, well, I'm kind of going more towards the route that, like, people that listen to the, the radio show are people that, like, want to be able to express themselves and be true to themselves, I guess. Which is what Gavin's trying to...
0: I imagine this is another one of their like half-baked a record industry critiques, like in the first Cheetah Girls movie, yeah. where it's just like, it's all about the corporations, but it's still like Disney probably- The, the people manu- that made
1: them famous are these people that care about meaning and And Disney you know, manufactures messages. these like
0: fan-focused boy band groups all the time. But no, our music means nothing. Uh, and G's for life. So Gavin's like, okay, yeah, G's for life. So he's still okay with them right now. But how long will that last? Radio Rebel has been nominated for prom queen. What? That's crazy. Tara's obviously like, well, I can't, you know, step out and like take the crown if I win because I'd be expelled. And Audrey's like, nah, everybody's too into you. That would never happen. But then it kind of goes the opposite of that because then her stepdad finds out that she's been nominated. And he's like, hey, I'm canceling the show. I don't want you to get expelled. And then she's like, no, I have to do the show. So it's both like, she doesn't want her identity to be revealed at prom because she'd get expelled, but she wants to continue doing the show even though that would put her at risk of getting expelled. Yeah. G's for life.
1: G's for life.
0: The next show she says like, hey, I'm not going to reveal my identity. I would say, and I think I've said this before, as a podcaster and a podcast fan. You
1: don't want to reveal your identity. I can
0: relate to... Hey, you can find out what me and Jacob look like on the internet, <laughs> but don't.
1: Yeah, you'll you'll be disappointed. We don't... I've
0: listened to podcasts, and I'd be like, I like the sound of that person's voice. And I look up, and I'm like, Yikes. oh, my God. Oh, boy. They've got a, a voice for radio and a face for radio, oh. if you know what I mean. Uh, never meet your heroes, which I'm sure doesn't apply to us at all. We're nobody's heroes. If only we were Radio Rebel. We're closer to Geek Chic, geek Geekly Chic, chic as Geekly
1: far as chic and- Radio
0: Rebel does have a wider listener group. Than yeah, either.
1: she has like twenty thousand at some point. We see. No,
0: I missed that. I just saw her have like four thousand. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, and, and it shows. to keep counting. I don't know. I, like, like, I think it was at like almost like thirty k at one point.
0: That's what the thermometer at school. was. Yeah. For. It wasn't counting down to prom. It was counting up. Yeah, the, the Radio thermometer
1: countdown. I agree. Was very odd.
0: world domination.
1: Yeah. So I mean, they're very close to prom day. It's coming up.
0: Uh, This show, she opens it up for listeners to call in, and she's like, tell me your greatest fear. Yeah. So then we get some funny answers. We don't hear from uh Neck Brace Girl, which I assume her greatest fear is breaking her neck, or whatever caused her to break her neck. But then Gavin calls in and says, hey, I'm afraid to be myself. Yeah. And Radio Rebel is just like, oh my god, it's Gavin.
1: One of the fun things, too, like every time she goes to the the radio station, Slam FM, whether if she's by herself or with her friend, whenever they try to get into the place, there's always Barry and Larry that are, like, camped outside just trying to, like, they're just hiding in boxes, they're hiding in garbage cans, and they're trying to, like, find out who Radio Rebel is, so they always have to, like, do different disguises and stuff throughout this, you know, whenever they go in, which kind of a fun little thing that pops up mm-hmm. here and there. And
0: another little fun recurring bit is that stacy always comes up with wordplay names about radio rebel yes
1: yeah, she does reuse some so she I u-
0: reuses one so the first i remember is radio whore so
1: horrible <laughs> horrible
0: or just calling her a whore? uh radio drivel which she uses two times and radio feeble
1: <laughs> feeble it's, you know you got some fun ones in there way to uh, go stacy
0: after the show where she's defiant and says, I'm not going to reveal who I am, the principal says that prom is going to be canceled until Radio Rebel reveals her identity, uh, which is tyrannical rule from this principal.
1: Everybody turns on her. Everybody flips on her. And there's, she has no more fans anymore.
0: Which I feel like... Even
1: Gavin hates her. Well, kind of.
0: Maybe. I don't remember. But something I do remember, and that's something I've teased... For a long time about wow. telling, which I feel fits into this episode, you is tease. some of my escapades in high school escapades. of getting into trouble.
1: You were a troublemaker.
0: I didn't get into trouble often, but when I did something bad, it was it was fairly bad.
1: Solid snake.
0: So yes, this is kind of a two part story. Oh, so part no.
1: one, I feel
0: like I've mentioned it at some point, is that I worked on our school newspaper which was an actual class it wasn't like an extracurricular it was a class where most of the time i tried to spend it playing tetris on the computers and break game uh, facebook used to have tetris friends on they, facebook they got to bring that back it was so good it was my preferred way to play I, I prefer playing with a keyboard now it's hard for me to play on other platforms but whatever the case is every april we would do an april fools day issue where all of the issue or all of the articles would be joke
1: ones
0: yeah uh they were funny a lot of the newspaper was just being like inside jokes to the people in newspapers so very relatable to a general <laughs> audience and this story i wrote there's like too many layers to go into
1: layers because it's
0: connected to a different activity i did called academic decathlon which i have mentioned on here very nerdy extracurricular watch spider-man home coming to learn more about what it actually is not because it's not accurate in that movie Basically, it's a nerdy thing. You read a bunch of material and you take tests, competing against other kids on teams. One thing is that in this n- material, there was a picture of a guy named Willie Hennig. and I drew a picture of him to have
1: with an eye patch. An
0: eye patch, so he looked like a pirate, referencing the Goonies pirate one-eyed Willie. Yes. And then I saw oh, with him having an eye patch like that, he kind of looks like Solid Snake in at least. Metal Gear Solid, like, 3 and 4. Yes. So then I added some other features to make him look like Solid Snake. So then I called him One-Eyed Willie Solid Snake. <laughs> and I thought he was just the coolest, dumbest doodle I did. And I tried to, like, have it be on, like, our team shirt. Made it, like, my Facebook, like, profile picture and shit like that. So, so I was trying to push One-Eyed Willie Solid Snake as, like, a thing, even though, like, I was the only person who really knew.
1: So, did you have no connection that you could be referring to a a, a phallus?
0: So... We'll get to
1: that. Oh, God.
0: So, I wrote a story about how this doodle I did became, like, a celebrated work of art.
1: Yeah. And I was also taking
0: art history at school at the time. So, I referenced some, like, other artworks and... I didn't directly reference it, but I said this picture made people float up into the air in ecstasy, <laughs> oh, which no. was a reference to a, a statue called like St. Teresa in ecstasy. Yeah. Which was, I don't know, like some nun who like got a little into Jesus or
1: something. Showed her titties or something? No,
0: she was just like floating up and, oh. you know, maybe like,
1: oh, I and I still didn't necessarily uh. like
0: recognize like the sexual undertones of oh, that. Oh my. Uh. But, like, to show as serious as, like, I was trying this be, like, I think it, this article ended with me being, like, as Lucas Melby. Like, I didn't write it as Lucas Melby. I wrote oh, yeah. it about Lucas Melby being, like, I'm gonna go to the Bermuda Triangle because I think that's where we connect to Middle Earth or just oh, some God. dumb, nerdy <laughs> shit like that. And, no, I mean, Solid Snake, yeah, like, I guess I could get that. But I wasn't aware that One-Eyed Willie, I think it's <laughs> a fairly antiquated penis innuendo. But then the combination of One-Eyed Willie with Solid Snake (laughs) to the principal at the time, it was just like, no. The connection of those things, (laughs) it's no way that that is, (laughs) I couldn't be a connection there. And what happened was they like recalled the newspaper.
1: Do you have an issue? Yeah, I
0: have that issue. There's some other issues that I wish I kept, but I can't find. But the thing is like, so much of the school was gone at that time because there was like a big band trip. So it was like, The impact of this story was even, like, lessened than it would have been on, like, any other newspaper. And, like, the principal... I probably
1: have that issue, too. I don't know. The
0: principal was a huge dick, like Principal Marino, and tried to, like, get my family to have to pay for the printing costs for, like, the whole paper. That's awful. And my dad was like, no, fuck off. Fast forward. So, that would have been April... Yeah, that would have been, like, April of sophomore year then, I think. So, then fall of junior year we had a drama club activity called madhouse which was basically like a a sketch show saturday night live mad tv wannabe thing and it was one of like only two drama club things i was ever involved in and you'll maybe see why and i don't know if you have picked up on this in the show but i consider i I like to think of myself as like a funny guy and he's a funny guy as self-proclaimed funny guy's Often seem to think is they can do like stand up comedy without really any experience or practice. So I had like a stand up comedy, I think it was like, I don't know, maybe 15 or 20 minutes, 10 to 20 minutes carved out where I was going to do stand up comedy. And during like dress rehearsals, we had a a teacher overseeing us. And I don't really want to have to do my whole spiel because I'm like, I got this down, it's cool. Let's have other time to practice the skits where more people yeah. are involved. So I just gave like a rundown of like, okay, I'm going to talk about this. And then blah, 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 blah. And I talk about this. And other people in the group had heard it. Like the uh, student directors of the show had yeah. heard it. And like at least one of them was like kind of a goody two shoes where I thought if there was anything objectionable in what I was saying, they would be like, you can't say that. So technically, I didn't actually run it by the teacher in charge of the program. Uh, fuck them. and uh whether I, I i think the clear thing is so this was a two night event and i told all my friends to come on the second night because then we'd have things more sorted out so i think that's the clearest example of whether i actually intended to get one over on the teachers is if that was the case i would have told everybody and their mothers first to night. come on the first night yeah uh so i did perform if you really want to do some youtube diving I gave like a performance to my friends because they didn't get to see it in one of our friends' basement. Like a month later, so I, I don't think I've ever watched it. Somewhere that video. on YouTube is probably cringerific and horrible. Oh my! But I had some jokes about like actual other students at school. Oh. So like they're like, oh well, that's not cool. And then I specifically had like a joke where I was talking about like how hot Ariel is in The Little Mermaid. Oh, yeah. So there was like one. I think the delivery was something like there was one day I was thinking I should get off. Oh. My bed and watch The Little oh, Mermaid. No. So I did that whole thing. Some people in the crowd loved it, some people didn't. My I think my godfather was there and he he
1: was cackling to this day, <laughs>
0: still just ate it up and thought it was the funniest thing ever. Oh, and then I go backstage and the teacher director tracks me down and is furious, being like, She didn't, I think, swear, but she's like, What the hell was that? Like you you didn't tell me you were gonna do any of this stuff. And uh the next day Go and talk to. I think it was actually the assistant principal who, fun fact, was Sam's mom, friend of the show, Sam Blazing's mom. And I got in school suspension because that wouldn't go on my permanent record because I was a very good student, but I just did bad stuff sometimes. Wow! And in school, suspension it's fun fun to do bad. And I wasn't allowed, of course, to be in the show at all the second. No bullshit. they filled in my stand-up time with somebody else, just doing, like, riffs. And then all of my other skits, somebody else had to sub in for. I still came in. I came with all my friends on the second night.
1: Oh. Didn't
0: need to pay, though. And that was the last time Madhouse was ever an activity, I believe, at our high school. Wow, was canceled. you <laughs> it ruined never it. can
1: cancel culture right here, Lucas Melby. Then fast forward canceled. to our senior
0: year, where I was elected class president, yes. and I was supposed to give an address, just like a general speech. And they said, at- no. Homecoming, and they would try to be like, "No, you're not gonna do that." And I like ended up going to Sam's mom, and I like cried, and not my I, greatest I, moment.
1: I, I I won't see anything bad. I won't do anything inappropriate. Well, the thing is, I
0: I like then eventually like my dad went and talked to them, and he was like a not like a security guard, but like he had like a uniform from his job working at a state hospital that made yeah. him look like a sheriff's deputy or something. So he wore that when he came in to talk to the yeah. principal to like add some pressure and eventually the principal did let me go, and I just had to, like, run my speech by him. Yeah. But then I thought back to, like, previous years, and, like, I'm like, actually, I think the people, like, basically gave the same speech every year. So it's like, they probably had prepared material that they could have just yeah. given me. But yeah. he was, like, still trying to, like, fuck, like, get one more over on me, be like, you'll have to write it, and then I'll approve it. I'm like, okay, whatever. So then I did yeah. that, and I remember a teacher coming up to me and being like, oh, that was, like, I'm so glad you did that. That was such a good speech, and, like, I don't know. I almost <laughs> dropped the... At least it looked like I almost dropped the homecoming queen crown when I was oh. crowning uh the queen. And yeah, that's... Uh, every, like, juicy uh high school story we've saved up till now, that's basically all I have.
1: You're the juice.
0: It was just uh, tied together many events. And the thing is of why I got, like... They thought, like, oh, you definitely didn't try to, like... I'm trying to remember if, like, the news I'm I almost positive the newspaper story... Actually, I think the newspaper story was second. And that's why they're like, no, you had to have known oh. about this because you did this whole bullshit with the stand up. Yeah, so then they're true. like, OK, yeah, one eyed Willy Solid Snake. <laughs> nice try. You're not getting that past us. We know what you're at. And the principal, I remember he said that these were jokes that you would tell at a cd bar and i was he meant like cd as in like gross and like but i was oh. like what is a cd like a compact disc bar and i was just like what <laughs> and then we made like a film festival video like our senior year or two yeah. and like we had to like edit out parts of that because like the principal like misheard something you're just a naughty boy uh because he was trying to he's like why is why did you say that you had a rainbow key i'm like because i do have a rainbow key i can show it." Is to that you that a gay joke yeah i thought it was like i mean kind of probably meant it in some way as like a veiled edgy gay joke because it was 2011 and we were crappy kids or whatever yeah so there we go i've teased it for probably like 60 episodes but there's my Horrible high school escapades that I've thrown in this episode because we're recording it early, so I've got more time to get it. Got more time. I'm not worried about having a tight sixty or whatever. So I
1: don't have any fun stories like that.
0: No, Jacob was like on the periphery, being like, "Hey, you want to <laughs> make a film festival video with uh, me? I'll get." It. I'm like, "Nope, I've got the ideas. Shit, shit don't all need all you." Me. I think I told that on a different.
1: Episode. He's too good for me. I'm, and he still is.
0: I, I was gonna say I'm the ideas man, but I mean. I've had ideas, and those ideas have all ran up, and that's why I haven't made a YouTube video in a very long time, because I'd be like, I got a really good idea, and I'd be like, oh, no, I don't got
1: any.
0: <laughs> Use <laughs> oh, them God, all up. Oh, it's gone. But that, that's, this is our, our creative uh, output. Oh, yeah. So, Radio Rebel.
1: Radio Gaga. Radio Goo Goo. Uh,
0: so, yes, that is the principle, basically saying prom is canceled yes. because of... Radio Rebel refusing to reveal her identity.
1: And like I said, this is where the students are all mad, so they all call in to blame her, basically. There's
0: call-ins, and also Stacy has riled up a mob outside of the radio station with signs to be like, fucking expose yourself, Radio Rebel. They're upset. Which doesn't fully make sense, because so many of the listeners that we've seen... Seem to be kind of nerdy, yes. disaffected, kind of on the yes. outsides of the social I, circle. I, I
1: also found it very odd. These wouldn't be people that would be mad at her.
0: Because going back to high school.
1: Because these people wouldn't care about prom. Yeah, going back to high school, Jacob and me, we
0: didn't go to prom.
1: No. Ever. <laughs> the people that were listening to her pod or, or whatever, radio show, would not have been mad that prom was canceled. They wouldn't have been. But some, some of them just, were like, have I cared. just got
0: a date, and now I'm pissed because I can't go. So like, some of it, they kind of worked it in, but others yeah. just like, you're the nerdy RC car kid. Come on. You you weren't going to prom. Yeah. And in middle school we would go to dances and be like nerdy kids outside and not dance or dance ironically. But high school dances those things got a little too raw for me. I, mean, yeah. I couldn't so I re- couldn't goof off there.
1: So you're talking about the mob outside. This is another scene where we get to see her escape from the mob outside where she uses the costume or she uses a guy that's dressed up as a sandwich as, like, a Which distraction.
0: Which I swore I read a review somewhere that I thought the sandwich was going to be revealed to be somebody. But it didn't. Oh, so I was, like, waiting for the other shoe to drop. But, yeah, it's just a funny sandwich, you know, dancing, sign spinner break guy. Dancing, whatever and it is. they call him over to use as, like, a distraction. So that was, that was fun. Some goofy stuff to move in and out. So then the radio station, or Terra mostly, gets yes. their own idea to make people happy I'm not going to reveal my identity, but why don't we just have our own prom? But we'll make it more kind of upside down prom, which technically it's backwards, which is backwards prom, where she gets the inspiration is that what's prom backwards. It's more. And then she, she somehow hijacks Morp and the, Mindy the intercom system in at the school. school.
1: And, and we see the principal go into like the recording office and, you know, try to sneak up and catch it. But she she opens the door and the, and the broadcast stops then she shuts it and it starts playing again. Yes. And she kind of peeks in there and there's nobody there. It's different. It's odd. And
0: I also, it makes sense why it wasn't this, but for some reason, I just hearing the name Radio Rebel, yeah. I thought it was going to be about like a girl on a pirate radio station, which oh. made me think of the British show People Just Do Nothing, which is about a pirate a good radio show. station with MC Grind, uh, yeah. Chabuddy G. But, nope, it's a fully licensed...
1: Bang, lyrical blow to the jaw. Yeah. Bang, lyrical blow to the jaw. Fully. Killing MCs down on the floor. Sinead A.W. with emergency. Beat grind to kill the MC. Okay. Sorry.
0: Fully FCC compliant, yeah. this radio station with Radio Correct. Rebel. So Stacy does some, like, detective shit where... Originally, they were trying to practice for their play thing, and she's like, oh, let's do it at 7 tomorrow night. But then tara couldn't go i
1: have family dinner every wednesday or whatever is really
0: it is. because that's the recording time for yes. radio rebel so then stacy just goes to the mom or tara's house talks to her mom and wins being like oh do you got family dinner tonight what is She's that like, no what, what are you talking, talking about? about so tara's like or stacy's like know. she must be radio rebel yes but she's still not fully convinced so she's no, like No,
1: she doesn't have the proof yet. Yeah,
0: I don't got proof, but I'm pretty sure you're radio Rebel. and I'm going to have a party tonight. And if you're at not seven. there,
1: you are her. So she throws this party and This is this is kind of there's a fun scene here coming up.
0: Cuz she's looking she at shows everybody up. coming in. Being like, oh, is Tara here yet? Oh, actually, Tara is here. How, though? And then we see Neck Brace Girls show up. Yes. And Stacey's like, who the <laughs> fuck are you? I don't know who you are. I'm your partner in science class. I've known you since the first grade. I didn't ask for your life story. <laughs> you have welcome a good to the show party, Or have a good party. Welcome to the party. And then Radio Rebel goes live. And I was yeah. just like, well, they could just... She didn't always take calls. This could just be a pre-recorded show. But no, they she have not set calls. up where Stacy actually calls in and... Tara's, She's getting
1: responses back from Tara.
0: Tara's mom. Uh,
1: Delilah and DJ Kami Q. Chabuddy G. <laughs> they
0: have a soundboard of,
1: yes. you
0: know, classic radio stuff. So, so
1: they're doing pretty good at it, you know, with like the responses. Like they're flipping through cards. Like they, I don't know, they must have like 40 different sound pieces that they can clip from. And they're like struggling. And then they start to fuck up. And they're like, welcome to the call and call so again.
0: then a bunch of shenanigans. This
1: whole time. So this whole time you see Stacy calling in yeah stacy's calling in and the
0: whole party is listening to the show and her calling
1: we see tara still sitting on the couch Mm -hmm. at the begin the call but when the they start screwing up like the answers tara has to run off to the bathroom to actually call in to be the you know to actually physically talk to stacy and we get this
0: whole like scooby-doo thing where somebody's coming into the bathroom and
1: you hear them on the phone,
0: and then she's like, "Are you in this house?" And
1: then
0: she's running up the stairs while <laughs> Tara's sneaking down. around the back, this and is, then this she's is into great. like the coat closet. And some guy comes and asks for his
1: coat, <laughs> so it's just all this stuff. I love this. And she eventually ends up in her bedroom.
0: Yeah, ultimately Tara doesn't actually get caught on the phone, but she gets no. caught in her bedroom, where we get some. So like, she's
1: like, "What the fuck." I thought this was gonna be like a character reveal for Stacy, like why she's such like a twat. You well, know, like,
0: it kind of is, but it's like, nah, I'm not doing this movie. Where she sees pictures of Stacy as a kid, and, and she's like, them, remember
1: how much I was picked on as a child? I well, was one bullied. of them. Is
0: her wearing a tiara
1: as a child very and tara young
0: tara said i remember that you dressed like that every day in second grade
1: everybody used to pick on me they did i don't remember that which i was
0: like that'd be cringy as hell if she wore that every day
1: yeah
0: uh and i guess that she's always wanted to be a princess and then because people made fun of her she became a mean girl or something And i'm like meh they do still try to redeem stacy but it's like nah not this time disney she's panel. a bad
1: person who's 26
0: And." gavin's band is at this party playing and afterwards he's kind of warming up to tara some more but then gabe is like hey we got to pack up our stuff so put that on hold and then the final proof that stacy needed is she just has her friend dressed up as a pizza girl
1: yeah kim goes and she's on roller skates
0: pretending to be delivering a pizza to radio rebel and she just sneaks into the radio station and she sees like,
1: cammy and the mom there. yeah she
0: records them talking about how they were faking the radio rebel oh show. that
1: was rough you know but we almost like, didn't make it thank god tara tara thank god tara called in to save if us if it
0: was going to be that easy why didn't they just have somebody sneak into the radio station at any fucking time It was always like Barry and Larry outside of the radio station, and it's like this. Well, the the movie would have been over.
1: The movie would have been over so much sooner, Lucas. I think the
0: idea is that it was late at night, and there was a crappy security guard who was just like, "Oh, you're obviously a pizza delivery person," but it's stupid. So then Stacy has the proof that she's Radio Rebel. So then she just goes into full bitch mode where she locks. Tara in a janitor's closet so she can't perform with Gavin. So then Gavin performs with Stacy, and then they kiss. They
1: kiss. But
0: Tara gets out of the janitor's closet right at the time for her to run up onto the stage to see them kiss. And then Gavin yeah. sees her and he's mad at her. And I'm just like, oh my. This is the late game part of the movie where I'm just like, hey, this movie wasn't great up till now. But now you're making me a lot
1: more annoyed watching yeah. this movie. I, I don't think she, does she ever kiss him? She does. Okay, at the end, I don't remember.
0: Technically, I didn't see it because I was taking notes, but I'm pretty sure I heard it.
1: Oh. oh you can ask Jacob why he didn't see it. I, I gave up on the movie towards the end here, too.
0: So Stacy fully reveals that she knows that Tara is rebel. And Tara's just like, why are you doing this? She's like, because I want to be Morp Queen. Yeah. Uh, And then I'm just like, well, just let her be Morp Queen then. Yeah. <laughs> like, this shouldn't be that but complicated. But she's like, well, I,
1: I can't give up my uh identity because that would mean, you know, I get expelled
0: just rig the fucking vote it's run by the radio station
1: see and then she does something she says something to her mom or dad that she doesn't care if she gets expelled you know i, I don't care if people know right doesn't she say something like that
0: that sounds like something that probably happened in this
1: movie yeah and then they're like oh we're so proud of you we don't or, yeah remember we joked about her mom like not caring if she got expelled we don't care well, that was when prom was still on yeah that's she, right her mom's
0: like i heard you were not radio yeah. rebel was nominated for prom you should go so but mom the i get money. expelled but it's prom. It's <laughs> more the
1: money. But dear. now it's
0: Morp. And it's yes. It's Morp in time. Because it's, it's the night of the big dance. And Morp King goes to Gabe because Gavin didn't. He pulled himself from the, the nominations. And there's only two. So
1: he pulls himself from the nominations because he finds out the shitty thing that Stacy did. Yes. He finds out that Stacy locked her in a closet. And he said, I even have uh, eyewitness. And then and they, they show the, the janitor. janitor which is fun. And he's like, I never wanted to be king. And then we see Stacy all sad and she's, I, I don't know. Like you said, they tried to make us feel sorry for her earlier, but now here she's being shitty again. Are we supposed to feel bad for her that she's crying? I don't know.
0: Yeah. So before they read off the nominations were queen Audrey, who we've not talked about in quite some time, Audrey and Tara are like, Oh, what should we do? They're in the basement of the radio station. And then they see from afar, Stacy in the basement of the radio station prepping herself, being like, you're you're the queen. You're great. You're going to do great. Yeah. And it's like, She's a bitch. Like, come on, Disney yeah, Channel. we
1: don't like her.
0: But then there's also only two nominations for Morp Queen. But who is is Radio Rebel oh. going to take the stage? They announce her name, and everybody's then we see- cheering, and they're like, yeah, awesome. And then they just, like, cheer for, like, 30 seconds, and they're like, where's Radio <sighs> Rebel?
1: Then we see, like, a silhouette behind, like, a glass wall or something.
0: I think first we just hear, we thought it was a pre-recorded Yeah, because her stepdad
1: presses the button and then it starts talking. Yeah, but I guess
0: it's just to make the mic go live, maybe? Sure. And then we see her walking behind like some glass and then yes. she comes out and she's like, It's her. I'm Radio Rebel. And I, I don't think anybody says who, but I really wish somebody was Who like, are you? Do you even go to our school? <laughs> Do you because even go here? She is the super shy girl, so nobody yes. really should nobody would know. know who she is. Then everybody starts applauding. And she wins.
1: Yeah. and Then the principal comes out.
0: Yep. Principal, in parentheses, I and say. And starts clapping her hands. Great villain.
1: <laughs> starts clapping her hands. Oh, we now okay. know. We who... don't need the class. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We now know who Radio Rebel is. You're suspended. Don't even bother showing up to. No, she's expelled. Expelled, yes.
0: She says, don't worry about coming to school on Monday. Ha, ha, ha,
1: ha, ha. Then people in the crowd, her friend Audrey, I'm Radio Rebel.
0: Yeah, she's not Radio Rebel. I'm Radio Rebel. Gavin
1: says, I'm Radio Rebel.
0: And everybody starts saying, "I'm radio, I'm radio
1: rebel. rebel." I'm radio rebel. I'm radio rebel.
0: Of course, referencing the end of Spartacus. There you go. Uh, an equally good move.
1: There was another reference. to you said Hot Fuzz earlier in the movie?
0: As I said, I don't think it was a There's reference. There's a reference he here now to like the, the Breakfast joke Club of Timothy Dalton smiling in front of whoever
1: directed this movie. Clearly loves film and cinema. Sure, radio rebel. Radio rebel. Radio Gaga. <laughs> radio.
0: Uh, so I think Tara goes up and gives us uh, like a. She's like, we all are Radio Rebel. Yeah. And then she's like, "Hey, Stacy, are you a Radio Rebel?" Who Stacy this entire time has hated Radio Rebel, and it feels like kind of she is such a bitch, but this still feels like a really weird moment for Tara to be like, "Come on," and she's like, "I'm Radio Rebel." And it's like, all right, now you get the crown. So,
1: <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think how they how they presented it. That she's only saying it just so she gets a crown, or do you think this whole time she she related to Radio Rebel? Because uh, because I mean, it's hundred
0: percent supposed to be a positive thing, but it comes off be, kind because of
1: we weird. see her always listening to it. She's always listening to it. Yeah, I don't know. So I I, I deep down she really likes the broadcast and she relates to Radio Rebel.
0: That could be a read on it. That's more positive than me being like. The power dynamics have shifted. <laughs> Fuck you, Stacy. Say, Say it. it. Say it. Say my name. Yeah. You're goddamn right, you radio <laughs> rebel. Oh.
1: Uh
0: then Gavin. So Stacy
1: S becomes a supporter.
0: She becomes the morp queen. Gavin takes the stage and he plays a solo song. It's an acoustic song, basically for Tara. Then they meet up in the crowd afterwards. I don't know if they're quite dancing.
1: He kisses her on the cheek.
0: Well, before that.
1: No mouth okay. action. Stacy got the mouth action, not Tara, though. Well,
0: that was for a, a play. It was okay, a very okay. quick yeah, on yeah, the yeah. lips.
1: And, and he, he showed no emotion during it. He was very stiff. Well, I
0: don't think it was rehearsed that they were supposed to kiss at all, so I think I caught him off guard. Yeah. So then he says, should I call you Tara or Radio Rebel? And she says, doesn't matter. They're both me. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like wow no it's not a it's not a read it and weep situation where it's like i'm split personality crazy it's just like hey man whatever gets you off right whatever gets you off uh tara on the streets radio rebel in the sheets oh no (laughs) and the pod and scene all right that was radio rebel ultimately i think this movie is kind of for whatever reason, maybe it's just not enough. As many people have seen it because it probably is. I don't know if it like re-aired on Disney Channel tougher too to if was weirder for rights. But it's like, it's fine. I think we talked about it in Geek Charming where we haven't had like super cliche, tropey high school movie really too much for Disney Channel. And now it's like, okay, we got another one uh, with this weird, yeah, fake identity shit. Like kind of like a superhero movie kind of thing. There's some dumb stuff in here. There's some fun stuff in here. Middle of the pack kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, Jacob say, a it's like a, it's a top like six hundred out of a <laughs> thousand. Yeah, it's, it's,
1: it's like it's like a four hundred. You know, patent four hundred.
0: I think that's what you said about Frenemies too. So is it like tied for 400?
1: <laughs> four hundred? <laughs> four stars. It, it's it's yeah. It's just it's an okay movie. It's not like one of those movies like. There are movies that we get where they're just like, that was just like a waste of time, or that was just like dumb, I don't know. It, it, like, this was an it's okay movie. It's better than Frenemies. The way I, the way I you know, kind of grade movies now is if I fall asleep during them or not. I didn't fall asleep during this movie. Well, you've only, you've probably <laughs> fallen
0: asleep in other ones, but the most recent when you fell asleep in was the Phineas and Ferb movie, which I don't know if you want to be like, that's worse than all <laughs> these other movies. Because honestly, that one was shorter than most movies, uh, oh, so I, I, you shouldn't have I fallen, fallen asleep.
1: sleepy boy. The movie was fine.
0: I'm getting a little sleepy, so Nap we'll time. move into first. Uh, never remember. Could Radio Rebel have stopped nine eleven? I would argue no. In fact, I think <laughs> late in her... Actually, you know, she could still do late in her career post-2012 uh Just go into full like conspiracy theorist, oh, conservative, oh. right wing talk show host, being Ooh. like,
1: guess,
0: "Jet fuel can't melt steel beams." Yes. Follow the money, sheep. wake up! I told <laughs> you to all wear red. Now I'm telling you to storm the capitol.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Too far.
0: I don't know. Do you think uh you got anything to say on that, Jacob?
1: Too far. All right. All right. With that, no, I, I do not <laughs> think she could have stopped the nine eleven. there's nothing magical about her. Okay.
0: They'd have been like, Tara, you got an opening, go. And she'd be like, Well, I'm too shy. You really want me to attack a terrorist? Oh my god. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna die. hide behind this seat as the I'm plane. I'm so crashes. embarrassed I'm gonna die. No, you actually are going to die,
1: Tara. <laughs> uh, oh, we're bad people.
0: Alright. Well, if you wanna write us in and tell us how bad we are. Yeah. Oh, you're so bad, so Jacob Telegraph.
1: Bad boy.
0: You can call me Jacob Telegram or to Smell. <laughs> That one count that one long ago comment from <laughs> oh, that no. conspiracy person is like we're the same person <laughs> we're the same
1: person that yeah. is
0: the email address is a whole new pod at gmail dot com
1: a w n pod on Twitter
0: hit us up on there uh like the the tweets as long as you're not like a porn bot uh we sometimes
1: we accept those <laughs> likes and followers, uh
0: yeah, we're all about. We, numbers should have got yeah, we
1: should have got verified because you can't do it anymore i don't think
0: i don't know what the fuck is going on
1: because like people were like pretending to be like pre- like president well, yeah, but even within something. like the
0: last like day it was like you can do it you can't do it you can't do it and we're recording this uh at least like a week ahead of when we normally record this so yeah. twitter might not even exist a week from now you think but if so it does i don't know it's probably not going to disappear immediately but elon is already talking about bankruptcy potentially Whoa. which I don't know how that really works out. But until it shuts off, <laughs> AWN Pod. Yeah. follow us on there. Find us on the different podcast platforms, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Google. Write in, review us on wherever you can. Find us on YouTube.com slash a whole new pod. Like, comment, subscribe to our videos there. That's a lot of stuff, I think. That might be it. We don't got any pop.
1: No pop today. No pop. Maybe next time. Maybe maybe there'll be like a Christmas flavor or something. I mean, goofy. we did
0: it's kind of maybe the start of the inspiration, or at least the direction of Mountain Dew flavors, where last Christmas oh. they had that weird gingerbread flavored one. Was
1: that our first one?
0: We didn't do it on the show. Oh we drank that at Sam's house on New Year's, I think. So I don't know. It would be kind of unfair to retaste test, but right. it's not a great soda. Uh and this is not a great podcast. So <laughs> with that, well. I've only got one thing I can think to say, which is I'm Radio Rebel.
1: I'm Radio Rebel. No, I'm Radio Rebel. I'm Radio Rebel. Rebel. (laughs) Frenemy!
0: There are 351 municipalities in Massachusetts and 1,073 Dunkin' locations. Billerica has three on Boston Road. But further down 495, the town of Stowe is a Dunkin' desert. There is no more Dunkin' Donuts at Stowe. Absolutely none. Those bastards. Up until this year, they had two. Now they're both closed. Neighbors are handling it like you might expect. Yeah, it sucks. There's nothing fun to do. And Dunkin' Donuts was the one place where everyone likes to go. Bummed out yeah yeah because i've been traveling further away to go to dunkin donuts
1: yeah yeah how
0: far do you have to travel now over a mile and a half that's ridiculous
1: these days you got to go around to hudson you got to go to sudbury gotta get leave the state I mean, not the state. you got to leave Stowe, though. Yeah. It's terrible. Some
0: are finding refuge at the two dunks in Maynard, much to the dismay of Maynardians like Michael. Especially if people are coming from Stowe, they're going to come through here on their way to work. And then I get held up for work. But back in Stowe, a town with an airport, three golf courses, and some horses, they just want solutions.
1: Don't live in Stowe anymore.
0: You think it's worth moving out because there's no dunks?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm sad. Yeah. Sad for the people of Stowe. Oh.